You are listening to the State Southward. Lawyer Usha Ramanathan has been one of the most vociferous voices against the unique identification authority of India's Aadhaar project. At a public talk hosted by the Center for Law and Policy Research in Bangalore, Ramanathan spoke about the numerous problematic facets of the biometric-based Aadhaar project. This five-part series highlights some of those arguments. Data is the new oil, and with Aadhaar, it will be possible for the one percent of the rich to use the personally identifiable information of Aadhaar holders to create more wealth for themselves. This is the trickle-up theory. Let's not forget, data is not to be wasted. The problem in this country is we don't allow our resources to be mined, excavated, taken out, used and exported and you know whatever else it is that you do with all this. Now you know that there are all kinds of land movements all around. Nobody lets anyone take land. So how are you going to have mining if they won't let you take land? You can't set up a power plant because you're not going to allow them to do it. You can't have a sterilite because it will kill 13 people. So if you can't have any company at all, what is the new resource which this country can depend upon? This country can depend upon one resource and that comes along with a new economic theory. That new economic theory is called trickle-up theory. As you notice, UP comes in everything almost. I have no idea why. We should go back and find out why. Trickle-up theory. I think all of us have heard of trickle-down and we are very, very dismissive of it. Oh, this trickle-down, nothing trickle-down, it all stayed right up. Actually, we found that, we find at a time when trickle-up has got discarded, everything didn't trickle-up, it just rushed up. So, in the last year, you find that 73% of the money, that the new income that has come, has gone to 1% of the population. Actually, that's not so bad, they left 27%. I actually thought it was far worse, so I'm not going to complain about that. So you have this trickle-up theory. Now what is trickle-up? You need to have, you know, India is in a different place from all the other parts of the world. And in India, you have large numbers of people, but very little wealth among many of them. So they are useless for the market. They can't come and buy anything. They are no good as customers. What you You're trying DBT. You say, cut out the food, cut out work, cut out everything. Just put money into their bank account. Let them go and spend it in the market. So the government's job is actually to provide the poor with money so that the market is market flourishes and it's taken care of. But till that happens, what are you going to do? So they say there is one way that we can create, we can generate wealth, we can have a whole new economy in this country. And that is a large number of people in this country who don't have wealth have something that interests business, that interests the market, that, in, that interests the enterprising mind. And that is personally identifiable information. This information should trickle up so that it reaches the top, perhaps that 1%, and they will then convert it into wealth for themselves. And you know that trickle down doesn't happen, but you can talk about it when you talk about trickle up. So once you make that wealth, we'll worry about the rest later, about how you distribute or redistribute or don't, or people die or whatever. So this trickle-up theory is a new new theory that's coming through the technology, through the, you know, like they say, the, the mouths of babes and sucklings. In this case, through the mouths of geniuses and technologists. So you technologists, just 
pick it up because this is your business today. That you're going to make all the information about individuals trickle up so that wealth can stay on top and you create business and then you'll have, you know, you'll have a GDP that's very good. You'll have a growth rate that is very good. We'll worry about the rest of it later. Now, how will you ensure that this data trickles up? You make everyone go virtual. Cut out cash. Why do you want cash? So this, because you know why it's important? It's important because when you transact, every time you transact, you leave, you know, I don't know how many people see Tamil cinema. One of the, you do, no? So one of the favorite uh, feminine moments of the film used to be when on the beach you'll have the man having walked in front and he will leave a footprint and the woman will of course have to walk on those footprints and walk along. Those were footprints literally in the sands of the beach, maybe not of time. But the sands of time have flown over this period and now we have digital footprints. We are being invited to leave digital footprints everywhere. Actually, we are not being invited, we are being coerced. But we can pretend it's an invitation if we want to feel better about ourselves. I must say this, that after the privacy judgment, the privacy judgment tells us that it is our constitutional responsibility to experience dignity. So if you don't feel dignity, then you are being unconstitutional in your conduct. So if someone tells you that you've got to leave your digital footprint everywhere and you don't, you have to do it. So while doing it, if you don't try and find dignity in that act, what you are doing is performing an unconstitutional act. So it may be the most undignified thing that you think you are doing, but you must feel that it is dignified. So I am just introducing you to new constitutional responsibilities that the UID brought for us and that this trickle-up theory has brought for us, which is saying that we will do whatever we want with you and you have got to have what the privacy judgment gives you, which is liberty, freedom, uh, rights of various kinds, privacy, dignity. You must experience it. So the UID project still says, okay, the Supreme Court nine judges have declared that there is a right to privacy, dignity, liberty, life, whatever else. Now you find your way to it. It's not our responsibility to give it to you. It's your constitutional responsibility to make sure that you experience these things. So onus, of course, is on us. Now this, then this uh, tag-up report goes on to say that when government hands over all its data to any company, it's going to be a natural monopoly. But we all know that in a market economy, you can't have monopolies, you have to admit to competition. So the report very sweetly says that it will create natural monopolies, but anyone is free to compete. Now how you will compete when all governmental data is being handed over, I don't know, but they say that you are free to compete. In that report, in its chapter 6, there is a lovely passage. And that passage starts with what is true about the UID project, which is garbage in, garbage out. So a lot of garbage has gone into this, uh, into the UID. Now for GSTN and for the other, for uh, you know, for income tax and all these other databases that are going to be created, they say, listen, the one problem that you're likely to have, the report says, one problem you're likely to have is that there might be garbage that is going into your database. And which means garbage out. So how do you clean this up? How do you ensure that your database is good? So the answer is actually quite simple. It's called a self-cleaning mechanism. The illustration of a self-cleaning mechanism is the UID. So when we lose the UID, remember that we are going to lose you know, the UID which has an iconic status as a self-cleaning mechanism, we are going to lose that. 
what is the self-cleaning mechanism? They say that, you know, in the UITT, we collected all kinds of rubbish. I mean, they don't say this. This is the implication. Uh, they, you know, all kinds of, you collected the information in a hurry. It's all there. People have an interest in making sure that the data which is on that database is accurate. If it is not accurate, the database suffers, but the person suffers even more. If you have a name which is KT Unnikrishnan, and in your fan card, you have it as KTU Krishnan. You had no business doing this. And if there was a full stop and a little bit of a gap, then you should have made sure that that did not happen. So what do you now need to do? So you need now to either clean up your fan card, or clean up your UID. So if you clean it up, it's in your interest. Otherwise, your fan card won't work. UID won't work. And then you're finished. So it is an, it's a self-cleaning mechanism. Now this search, the UIDs come at a great time. And uh, there, are, there are many people in this room who've worked on the UID, who've done various kinds of things, and they know the serious stuff about it. So I, the, one of the very classy things that happened was when the Attorney General stood up in the Supreme Court. And then he was a clever guy. He knew how to... You know, how to get a court argument in place. And he could do it in no time at all, Mr. Mukul Rohatji. So he stood up in court one day and the argument had begun the final arguments on the UID in 2015 August. You could see that there was a certain amount of lightning, you know, flashing between various kinds of people. And then suddenly he stood up and he said the argument that was going on was about privacy and saying that this is a project that is going to impact privacy. I mean, what a ridiculous argument. And what is privacy? Why would... All the meetings that are being held on privacy today are titled, Is Privacy Dead? Do we need privacy? So everything is about killing it. And there are various ways. You know, you just try locking someone. Don't, huh? don't actually. But if you try locking someone in a room and you keep telling them, You are dead. You'll never survive this. You are finished. I'm actually trying to do that with the UID. And you keep doing that. After a while, they'll psych themselves into being dead, right? That's what's being done with privacy today. That if privacy survives, and if any kind of dignity of the person is to survive, then you can't have many of these exciting new projects that are coming up, which technology is able to dole out for us. So you have to kill privacy to be able to produce many other exciting products. Thanks for listening to this Southward podcast. For more news, cultural trends and ideas, visit us at southward.thestate.news. You can listen to all our podcasts on Stitcher, TuneIn and iTunes. Search for Southward. That's S-O-U-T-H-W-O-R-D.